like my purpose is I, I want to make the members shine. If, if, if the members shine and they do better and they connect with one another, they build relationships, they support one another, then everybody wins. You're listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. I'm Steve Gordon. For the first five years, this podcast was known as the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. The episode you're about to hear uses that name, but don't worry, you're in the right place. Same great content, new name. Enjoy. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and today we've got a great interview for you. Um, and this is a repeat guest. We don't have a lot of those, so when somebody comes back, you know that they are worth listening to. Today, I'm, I'm talking again with David Schreiner-Khan. He's a community builder, a podcaster, and a speaker. He is the founder of Smashing the, the Plateau Community and hosting host of the Smashing the Plateau Podcast. And uh, David just does an amazing job empowering really high achieving professionals to go out and build their consulting or their coaching business. And most of them are doing that after they've had a late career job exit, going from the corporate world out into entrepreneurship. And so he's great at doing that. And that's a tough transition. Um, and so I have a lot of respect for him in helping people make that because it is it is a real challenge. David Schreiner-Khan, welcome to The Unstoppable CEO. Thank you so much, Steve. Thanks for having me back, and I'm honored to be here. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to have you back and, and talk about this particular topic because, you know, I think we've seen over the last couple of years that a lot of people are choosing to, you know, leave big corporate and kind of go out on their own and take their expertise and put it out for hire. And so um, I've I've talked to a lot of those people over the last few years. I know that that is not an easy thing to do. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad you're there helping them. How, how in the world did you get to this point of, of focusing on, on this particular group of people and, and this stage of their careers? Well, Steve, you know, nothing in life is a, is a straight line. In part, it's my own story. I was an employee for the first 28 years of my career. I started off as an engineer, um, did that for about four years. And then I made a, a major transition went into the nonprofit sector where I was in executive roles for 23 years. And then, you know, I had kind of reached the point where, um, and this I think is really common. Um, I was doing well in my job, doing well in my career. I had increasing responsibilities every single year in what I was doing. My compensation was increasing. So I was making um, a decent living, particularly for the nonprofit sector. And, you know, folks in the nonprofit sector tend to get paid less than in the, the private sector or public corporations, you know, but I, I was doing okay. And the reality is like many people, um, I would say kind of mid, mid career or a little bit later, you get to the point where you really want to have more control over what you do, how you do it, when you do it, whom you serve, and for me, the idea of being self-employed um, was intriguing, yet it was also quite scary because getting paid the same amount every paycheck is comforting. And I think that's, well, that's one of the main reasons why a lot of people are employed um, as, as, you know, most of us have to work in order to support our lifestyle. So if you're going to do it and you can do it in a way that there's some consistency. It's comforting. So that, you know, but anyway, so it was my story. So in 2006, I left employment and started a single person consulting business where I was a nonprofit management consultant. 
And, you know, that was 16 years ago. And, and then as an entrepreneur, as I said, things don't go in a straight line. So I started off serving nonprofits. That's what I knew. That was my network. Uh, I started doing some business networking, started picking up some small business clients and things evolved. I also started podcasting eight years ago and more and more my focus and who was attracted to me as clients and also sort of my connections through the podcast and what we talked about had a lot to do with not just entrepreneurship, but what does it take to, to run a business where there is one person who is the primary delivery mechanism of the offering to the client? Uh, so I'm not saying that you're totally solo. I don't believe anybody is to totally solo, but it's really about one person in some cases, or many cases, um, it's really a lot about the personal brand um, as, as far as your like your marketing is concerned, um, but not always. Sometimes it's much more focused on building a business brand that's separate from the personal brand. But there's really one person who's who's in in the primary seat for delivery, and you know, as you said earlier, it's a very challenging transition. So I learned myself that there were lots of things that I was great at doing when it came to running my own business. And then there were things that I had never done before. So for example, in my career as an employee, uh, a lot of my focus was on finance and operations. So when it came to things like looking at the numbers, um, analyzing data, uh, making sure that I that cash flow was good, that I knew what the P&L meant, I was really good at that. Make Do things like business processes and building teams and communications. I was good at all that. When it came to marketing and sales, I had never done any of it. Uh, I remember the first time I went to a business networking event and I had to get up in front of like 30 plus people and give a 60 second pitch. I was really flummoxed and I like had no idea what to say. Um, I'm sure I did a terrible job of it. But I ended up joining the group and learning learning how to do it. And people in the room were really supportive. So I discovered kind of at that point something that I knew all along because I had always been involved in uh, finding ways for, to develop myself further, you know, whether it was personal development or professional development. And I had always sought out groups of people where there was a collaborative mindset, where people had an abundant mindset and wanted to help one another. And I always found that really empowering. So joining a business networking group that had a lot of those cultural aspects was, was great. And it really, I would say, leapfrogged my ability to develop relationships with a whole variety of entrepreneurs and, um, and gave me um, a lot of insight as to what it actually takes to market and sell your own, your own skills, your own expertise in your own business. Yeah. And that's, it's not a trivial thing to, to go out and do. I think that's, that's what most people find in this transition is they've got whatever sort of operational expertise that they've got. And most come out and they, even if they were in a sales or marketing role, when you're selling yourself, it's totally different. And, uh, and getting through that transition, you know, and figuring out how to do it is quite a different animal and, and uh, trips a lot of people up. So yeah, th that's great. And I think that gives everybody a lot of good context. And um, I know one of the things that you're really focused on is building communities and you've got a great community at Smashing the Plateau. Why do you think communities are so important for entrepreneurs, particularly new entrepreneurs to, to plug into? Well, first of all, I think we need to realize that as humans, we are social creatures, that humans have become the dominant species on the planet. 
because of our ability to be social and help one another. If, if we were all on our own, hunting and gathering on our own, we would be way fewer in number than we are today. Um, so that I think we is kind of the basis of it. And then as professionals, whether you're an employee or an entrepreneur, there are things you're good at and there are things you're not good at. And you want to be able to play to your strengths. You want to be able to fill in the gaps and learn things you need to learn in order to do better in whatever it is you're trying to do. And you also want to be able to interact with people who will support you and who you can support. So for example, in a community setting like the Smashing the Plateau community, the way this plays out is we have several aspects that help members connect with one another. So I think it's really important to be able to connect with other people. Um, so, you know, we have a an online platform that's great for private communication that's just dedicated to the membership. It's not, there are no distractions. Um, and also we have a lot of live events so people can interact live because um, just just interacting in, in text or in asynchronous, even if you're sharing video in an asynchronous manner, it's not the same as connecting with people live. And in today's world, there are a lot of things that you can do in an online format that are great. It doesn't replace face-to-face, -face, I will admit that, but there's a lot you can do. And, um, you know, for example, you and I are now having this conversation that we're recording live using video and audio, which is pretty good. So, and we get to share this. So be right. Being able to connect with other people in a way that you can share and support one another is really helpful. Being able to share resources, um, make suggestions for service providers that can be helpful. So maybe for example, if I need to make some changes to a CRM, who, who who's good with this particular kind of CRM. And this way I'm not like, searching in the dark, I have some recommendations from people, again, from people that I trust. So it's really all about connecting. And the other piece is when we work on our own, the way I like to describe it is, especially when you're coming out of the corporate world, you leave a job where, you know, especially if you're kind of mid to high level, you leave a job where you have a, a full calendar, an overflowing inbox, people always needing your attention. And A, you feel wanted. Um, B, you're always busy. And then you go out on your own. And particularly in the early stages, your calendar is empty. Your inbox is empty. Your quote unquote friends from work are now ghosting you. Um, so it's very lonely. And even if you've been in business for a while, when you're working on something new where there's a little bit of trepidation about taking the next step, you need people you can talk to about what it is you're thinking of doing, where you may be unsure about what to do so that you can get some feedback, get some, maybe somebody will share an experience that will be, that will be illuminating to you. So it'll cut down on mistakes you might make. Maybe they have some shortcuts that you hadn't known about or hadn't thought of. Um, they'll probably see things you hadn't seen. So it's reassuring to be able to talk with other people about what you're working on. And, and it is actually tactically very helpful. So mm -hmm. being able to do that in a community setting, I've always found valuable for myself. And I see with people that are um, involved in some kind of community setting, they tend to do better on whatever they're working on, particularly when they share it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, you know, I think for 
anyone who's going through, you know, and trying to get through the early stages, the thing to focus on is that all opportunity comes from those relationships that you build in community. In fact, I think that's true all the way through. And a lot of people want to tell you that you've got to do these sort of robotic ways of going out and building a business and and attracting people to you. But I, I've found over the years that the most reliable source of new opportunity are relationships. And sometimes that means that I'm getting that one-on-one referral. And sometimes that means that I've got a relationship with someone who can give me access to 10,000 people by sending an email. And so it can take different forms, but none of it happens without having the relationship with that person. So putting yourself into a community where you can begin to build those sorts of relationships has tremendous value and, and kind of build those alliances. It's it's sort of like gathering the tribe around you in the old days, right? When we're, you know, hunting and gathering. Correct. I, I couldn't have said it better. And and yes, the support from members of a community can take different forms. So, so yeah, it could be a direct referral for business, or it could be tapping into somebody else's influence and just tapping into their network to spread the word about you. You know, so one of the things that I I think people run into, I know I did when I was, you know, early on in building this business is sometimes you feel like, well, I'm new at this and and it's unproven and I'm kind of unsure of myself. And you maybe feel a little lack of confidence going into some of these groups where maybe the perception is that these are, these are all people who are already successful. So what advice do you have for, for anyone who is going into a new group? Um, and it's not always somebody that's new in business. It might just be that you're going into a group of people who you perceive to be at a level above you of, of success. What advice do you have for people going into a group like that and, and getting themselves plugged in and, and getting themselves known? Well, that's a really good question, Steve. I, I can tell you one of the, one of the strategies that I use quite frequently when I'm going either going into a community or with one-on-one relationships is to ask others how I can be helpful to them. And I have done this, like I know when I started my podcast, it was probably within the first two or three months, I was getting some pretty high profile guests on, on my show. And you know, my perception was these were people that were way more successful in business than I was. And, and that was probably true. But yet I would still ask the guests after we finished recording the interview, I'd say, how can I be helpful to you? And I can't tell you how many times those guests were touched that I asked the question. And you know what? There were times when I actually could be helpful to them, even though they might have been more successful in business than I was at that point. There were things that I had that I could be helpful to them. I'll give you one. Here, here's one example. Um, I'm based in New York. And I remember there was one podcast guest who lived in, in North Carolina and was planning to come to New York with his wife as a tourist. And I offered to meet them. And I took them on kind of a, a private tour of some things that tourists don't typically see, which was really, you know, A, it was easy for me to do. It was a lot of fun. I certainly developed the relationship even deeper. And this was somebody who was quite successful in business. And he so appreciated that I went out of my way to meet with him, take him around. Um, you know, he and his wife and I had dinner together. It was a lot of fun. Um, that was something that was easy for me to offer. And it wasn't about me helping him with his business. It was something that I had where I could be helpful. And, and it was just, you know, it was, it was came out of my own genuine interest in, in connecting. 
Yeah. And those sorts of things just, they go so far in building those relationships. I think a lot of people overlook the value in, in doing those sorts of things. Everybody's so interested in how do I scale? How do I scale? How do I scale? And I I think the sort of thing that you just described is how you scale. And it's kind of counterintuitive. I I think for most people, you know, they think, Oh, well, how how am I going to run the next, you know, thousand people through my Facebook ad funnel or something, which is is much harder and less enjoyable than what you've just described. Right. And I would imagine that person, you know, now has got such a great knowledge of you that now they're comfortable connecting you with virtually anyone in their network. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, Yeah. Look, you know, they, they say that Thomas Edison tried 10,000 light bulbs that didn't work before he got the one that came to market. There's no question that entrepreneurship is hard work. It's like, and even as an employee, you want to come in at the bottom of the ladder in a corporation and end up being in the C-suite. You're not going to do it your first month on the job. You're not going to do it in your first year. You're not going to do it in your first decade, probably. It takes a long time. And the same thing is true with building a business. It, it takes time and you have to put in these... Um, you know, the, these building blocks one step at a time. Yeah, absolutely. And then that's, I think that's key is put them in place and do it systematically, but understand it's going to happen a step at a time. So you've been curating this community at Smashing the Plateau. I would love to to learn a little bit more about that and 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 understand um, how it's working, you know, for, uh, for the members. I'd love to hear some success stories of things that people, you know, connections people have made and and how they're they're using it. Yeah, so we started at the beginning of 2022. So the community is is still fairly new. It's in its early stages. You know, I'll be vulnerable here and tell you that it is a lot of work to um, connect with people, get people to connect with one another, um, just kind of build that engagement early on, especially when the numbers are still small. So it's not like, um, you know, you're, you're going into a community that has um, a thousand people and suddenly and you see you're overwhelmed with um, communication chatter. Um, you know, it, it's it, it takes a lot of work to get people connected. But one of the things that um, that I was hearing from community members at the beginning is they really wanted to get to know one another. So we started having what we're calling member spotlights Um, because we do hold live events we have been holding at least one a week since the beginning and um, it's an opportunity for one member at a time to share whatever they want about their career their life what inspires them and just to answer questions and it's actually been a great format you know there's a little bit of structure to it but it's very much unstructured and it has really helped people get to know one another. We record these and we put them in there in our growing resource library. So if um, you know if you come in and you haven't met someone yet and they have had a member spotlight, you can go and watch their video and learn a lot about them, which is great. So that's one way we've connected people. You know, when people do come to the events live, then again they get to know one another a little bit and they have offline conversations. We have created an accountability program where we have connected members in trios so that three at a time will work on their own 
individual action plans together, which does a few things. One is it actually provides some accountability so that they are much more focused and disciplined about one thing at a time that's important to them. They get to learn about one another at the same time in a small group and support one another. So that also has been deepening the, those relationships. And um, and I've made it my business to make individual introductions to try to connect people that I think would benefit from knowing one another. So in terms of like the relationship building, that's been a, a big piece of it. Um, we've also tried to promote our members to, to just to promote their businesses. You know, it does two things. One helps our members get some visibility because we do have a platform, you know, so we we post things about the members on our website. You know, I send out emails daily on weekdays. Um, so I'll mention something about a member periodically in an email. They get priority access to be a guest on uh, on my podcast, Smashing the Plateau. So I think, you know, visibility is important. And also, it, you know, in turn, that provides some visibility to the community. So it, it helps with our marketing. But really, like my purpose is I, I want to make the members shine. If, if, if the members shine and they do better, they connect with one another, they build relationships, they support one another, then everybody wins. I know there's a couple people that are in the, the leadership training and development space that I thought would hit it off. And it's interesting. One, one of the members is one of the less active ones kind of day to day in the community. And the other one is a little more active, but I connected them. They're both based in the same city and they've been able to meet and start to connect. Um, and that connection may lead to something um, that has uh, has the possibility to do that. Another member who is developing a speaking business has has gained some new business through the community. We have another member who is trying, who has a service-based business, who's trying to create some kind of productize some, some aspects of their business. And by, I think by talking about it in the accountability program, you know, set a, an objective of getting the first product out there the first month. And they did that and got some, got some initial clients, which is really good. So that, you know, I see progress happening there. So, you know, so it's, it, again, it's in its early stages. We've only been at this since January, but I see people making progress, making connections. And, you know, what I had hoped for this would, was that it would be really like a collaborative and caring culture. And um, and that's what I see happening, which is terrific. That's great. And and those are tremendous successes. I mean, they they're in in some ways they're first steps for people, you know, down their their journey, but sometimes that's the hardest one. And um, you know, to see that that just begins to happen because the community exists. Um, I have always found that as you get in touch with people and you start sharing what you do and how you can help all of a sudden it connects you with this larger mind, you know, this community mind that that now you're kind of engaging some of their brain power in helping you find new opportunities. And it just, it always leads to something. So, and you never quite yeah, and know it, exactly where. Right. And I was going to say, um, 
The um, interesting thing is I kind of envision this as being really ideal for people that are in the early stages of their consulting business. And in fact, um, our membership is much broader in terms of their tenure in their own business. I would say, I think everybody who's a member has had some experience as an employee first before becoming an entrepreneur. But that, like those two, um, two consultants that are in the leadership training space that I mentioned, they've both been in their own business I think like 15, 20 years. Um, they were both employees first for a long time, but they've been self-employed for a long time. So really, um, there's there's a pretty big range in terms of tenure in their own business. Yeah, I, and uh, and that's great because it gives you that diversity and different perspective in the community. So I'm curious, as the person who is kind of hosting the community, who's created it, what have you learned as the host and what maybe benefits have you seen as the curator of the community for yourself? Uh, well, for one thing, um, I don't know if this is something that I've learned that's new, um, but I already mentioned it to you, which is perseverance is really important in business. Um, <laughs> so um, I had no idea how well this whole idea would actually work when we actually when we opened the doors. Um, and once we opened the doors, I had no idea how long it would take to really kind of build some initial engagement. And I don't know how long it's going to take to attract new members and grow it. So, you know, from a business perspective, I'm always in a hurry and I would love to see as many people as possible in. And I would like to see, you know, particularly since it's a paid membership community, the more members that we have in, the more resources we're able to put back into the community to make the community better. So I'm always sort of um, doing this dance between at this stage, which is pretty, pretty early and there, you know, the profitability is not enormous. How do we manage the resources that we have so that we provide as much engagement and support as possible for the existing members and also devote enough time, attention, and resources to marketing to try to get some new people in, because I think the more people we have in at this point, the richer the experience is going to be for everybody. Yeah, for so, sure. Yeah, so for me, it's, you know, as, as the business owner, you know, that that's one of the dilemmas. And, um, you know, I think every business owner faces this in whatever business they're in. But, you know, that's something I've learned and I've experienced. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure and, and we all know anytime you do something new, it's just a tremendous challenge just to figure out what are all of the unknown unknowns, you know, what are all of the things that that I haven't thought of and, and that are going to impact the success of this. So yeah, I think persistence is the, the exact right way to approach it. So, David, how can people find out about the community? Um, hopefully some people listening to this have you know heard something that at least makes them curious. And, and I, I would encourage anybody listening, go check it out. If you're somebody who has, you know, had that experience of moving from, you know, a, a you know, full-time employment into consulting, you know, go check the community out. It, there are good new things happening there. And David's a, certainly a great curator of that. So where can they find out more and, and how can they try it out? The easiest place, Steve, is to go to smashingtheplateau.com, which is the repository for the podcast community. Um, there's a contact form there. You can get in touch with me. I'd be happy to schedule time for a conversation with somebody who might be interested in being part of a community. Yeah, that that's the best place. You can also connect with me on LinkedIn. That's where I would say on social media where I'm most prevalent. I'm the only David Schreiner Khan in the world, so I'm pretty easy to find. 
Um, but yeah, the smashingtheplateau.com is the best place. Okay, perfect. Well, we'll link that up in the show notes and we'll link to your LinkedIn uh, profile as well if anybody wants to reach out that way. Um, and congratulations on the the community and and uh, on taking the leap, uh, you know, to get it out there. Anytime you create anything new, it's uh, it's always a challenge. And I always admire people who are willing to take up the challenge. So congratulations on that. And thanks again for coming back to the podcast. Oh, my pleasure. And I'm, as I said at the beginning, I'm honored to be here again, Steve, and I really appreciate um, our connection. Absolutely. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Authority Builder Podcast. Here are three ways you can expand your authority. Number one, get a copy of the Million Dollar Book. In it, I show you how to multiply your authority by writing a best-selling book in less than 90 days guaranteed. After all, you're the best spokesperson for your ideas. Go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash book and get your copy. Number two, join me for an upcoming Write Your Million Dollar Book Accelerator and let's jumpstart your authority building book now. For upcoming dates, go to authoritybuilderpodcast.com slash accelerator. And number three, work with me and my team to get your book done and bring in business. Email me at steve at authoritybuilderpodcast.com and put, I want to write a book in the subject line. See you soon.